The autumn wind is a raider, pillaging just for fun. They'll knock you round and upside down, and laugh when he's conquered and won. What is up, Raider Nation? Welcome back to another episode, man. Truth is, I don't even know where to begin. Uh, whew. This team just is not it. Scoring 15 points a game. You make the worst run defense in the league look like the best. It's just it's just crazy. Uh, quarterback play, awful. Three interceptions. Double covered. Just throwing it up there. It's just... It's just very bad. Uh, McDaniel's situation at the end of the game, down eight. You get the roughing the passer call for a first down, and you take it, you drive, get stalled, kick a field goal. I mean, you were better off just declining the penalty, kick a field goal, save yourself a few minutes. You know, if you're going to go for it, if you're going to get the first and go for it, you might as well just go full force. If you don't get it, you're in the same situation as you are to a certain extent, you still need a touchdown to win and tie the game, I would say. So it's just frustrating, man. We just, we suck. I mean, that's it. Like, there's no way around it. You know, the run game can't get going. The quarterback play is awful. It seems like the only thing consistent is Devontae Adams. And it just sucks, you know, for him. I mean, I, f I believe he came... From Green Bay, uh, obviously he wanted to play with his childhood team. You know, everybody is going to say, oh, Derek Carr, Derek Carr, you want to play with his college buddy. I mean, I think that was just a plus. But I really felt that he felt like he can come in to this building, to this franchise, to this organization and help it win, help it at least compete. And it's so crazy because you look at week one, I mean, they won so ugly, but you see, like, the post after from the Raiders that Devontae Adams was just happy to get the W. Um, week two, obviously, you know, he had a few touchdowns. Week three, I mean, he went off, but he wasn't happy. The, the, the guy just wants to win. Forget his numbers. I mean, he wants to win. And, you know, that's something I respect. That's something I like, you know, uh, you know, and that's the same with Max Crosby. He's the same idea. F, F the numbers, man. Let's just get the W in. It just sucks because when you have guys like that, you know, you want to build on that. And it just seems like everything this front office is doing is just the complete opposite. Um, I said, you know, a few episodes ago that I'm just going to be patient with this front office. But, I mean... We can't even score. You know, we have so much money invested into this offense that, like, we I think we have the most expensive offense, if I'm not mistaken. But, I mean, we're scoring 15 points a game? Like, that is, ugh, that that's ridiculous, honestly. I mean, you guys are professionals out there. You got the best wide receiver in the league. You got one of the best rushers, running backs in the league. I mean, obviously, he held out a camp and... You know, it's going to take a few weeks to get going. But, I mean, we can't even get the run game going. That's the thing. It's We can't get it going. So, it's just bad. And 
you know, you look at the defensive side of the ball. I mean, I practically feel like they played, they have been playing pretty well, pretty decent, pretty consistent. I mean, obviously, they're not top five. We all know that. But, you know, the big plays seem to be very limited. I mean, we did give up one against Pittsburgh. Obviously, you know, the Bills got the better of us. But they've done their part. You know, they've kept teams two out of three games, you know, under 20 and just above 20. But, I mean, when, when you as an offense is averaging 15 points a game, you're not winning. I'm sorry, like, you're not winning. And, you know, personally, you look at it like it starts with the quarterback. I mean, I believe I said it last podcast, last episode I made, it was Devante, Devante, Jacobs, Myers, Myers, Jacobs, Devante, Myers, Devante, Jacobs, Jacobs. That's all it is. So, you know, there was a play late in the game of, I think it was a third, I think it was a third down, I believe. So I, I, I can't remember, but, you know, Devontae ran a route. Hunter ran up the seam, and the safety rolled over to Devontae's side. Hunter, I mean, if Jim, when Jim, as Jimmy stepped up into the pocket, if he launched it, Hunter's in the end zone. Instead, you know, he does a little drag route to Myers, and, I believe it was incomplete or short of the sticks and whatever it was. But the point is, is it seems like the quarterback is first read, ugh, not there. Do I have time? Second read or maybe no second read and it's checked down. Like th this quarterback is not the answer. And I've taken so much heat since he was signed, you know, oh, he's a winner. He's this, he's that man. A winner, a winner to me, go, go out and go get 300 yards, average 300 yards a game, average three touchdowns a game. Yeah, you, you know, the, the interceptions are going to come, but a winner to me is not scoring 15 points a game. I mean, the best defense in the league, arguably, you could say is the Jets. I believe they held their opponent to 15 points a game and lost. If, I, if I'm not mistaken, the score was 15 to 10. I mean, like... You need to score 20 points a game. You know, well, 24 points a game, but the Raiders can't even score 20 a game. So, I mean, really, it, you know, coaching, quarterback, whatever the hell it is, they, they need to figure it out. Um, you know, watching the All-22, I didn't get a chance to watch it during the Pittsburgh game, but, I mean, a few clips were chopped up on Twitter or I should say X. And, you know, you see it like the the routes were there. The idea was there. The, you know, the, there was opportunities just with the quarterback. The opportunity was never seen, you know. Um, or it was just forced to Devontae, which, I mean, yeah, if you have double coverage, I mean, it, it, if you put the ball in the right area, I mean, you can't. You can say it's a it's a wrong uh, decision, but I mean Devonte is that is that man, you know. So, but at the end of at the end of the day, it's just it just seems like the reads ain't be, being read, you know. It's first first option or first read, and it's like one and a half, and then it's like oh crap, not there, check down, you know. And 
the best way I describe Jimmy is Derek 2.0. You know, I mean, Jimmy's probably way better in the red zone than Derek. And Derek is probably pure natural arm talent better than Jimmy. So it's kind of hit or miss. I mean, you give, you get situation. I mean, and, you know, the thing is everybody's going to be like, stop comparing, stop comparing. I mean, until, until, you know, Derek retires, our quarterbacks are always going to be compared to him, compared to what he's doing in New, New Orleans. That's what, that's just what's going to happen. When Devontae was traded to the Raiders last season, the Packers, every single game, oh, well, look, we have a better record than the Raiders. We don't need Devontae. You know, oh, Raiders had a better record. You guys gave up the best receiver in the game, blah, blah, blah. It goes both ways. That's just the life of it. You're going to get criticized until it pans out, just like the draft. Um, you had Jalen Carter sitting in your lap, the seventh overall pick, and he's wrecking havoc in Philadelphia. And, you know, you can make the point, well, you know what, that's a, the system, it, you know, he, he's built around a championship defense, this and that. Absolutely. But he's doing a lot more than Tyree Wilson. The effort, the talent, it's just better. And that's another thing. That's going to be compared. Christian Gonzalez, you know, I mean, he's, I don't want to say completely shutting down these top receivers in the league, but he's playing very well. You know, he's playing at an elite level based off of numbers, stats, and all of that. Uh, I watched a few games on him, and, I mean, he's, he looks good. So, with that right there, you know, our number seven pick are always going to be compared to with who we didn't get, whether it was Christian Gonzalez, whether it was uh, Jalen Carter. Like, it's always going to be compared, and that's just the way it goes. Just like, you know, with the quarterback leaves, goes to a new team. You know, Jordan Love, well, in that situation, Rodgers is hurt, but there would have always been comparisons just because, I mean, you, you used to play for the old team. There's a stance, there's the haters, whatever, whatever, whatever. That's just how it goes. And it's just unfortunate that we took Tyree Wilson, which is quoted as a developmental player, with our top 10 pick at number seven. It's like, you know, a top 10 pick has to come in and be a day one starter. Like, we, it's, it's just so frustrating because we have so much talent and we're getting players that we need to be, that need to be developed. And it's just, it's frustrating from a fan base. And, you know, it's just, I, I, I'm at a loss for words. Just seems like we have no identity. We have no direction as a team, as an organization. It's, it's coming down to where it's just about selling seats. It's about having those seats full and, money being made at the stadium, it's, it's just, it doesn't seem like it's about winning, and who does not want to win? So, I know, definitely, I'm frustrated, I, it's hard for me to be making this podcast right now, just thinking about the game, and just the poor performance, you know, um, nobody likes a loser, if, if you're winning, Raider fans will be in the seats. If you're average, they're not going to spend top dollar. So, 
we, I mean, need to figure it out and get this shit going ASAP now because, yeah. Um, yeah, but anyways, when we come back, I'm going to kind of basically talk about, talk a little bit more in depth about the game and what I feel, what, kind of go over what my keys to victory was to exactly what had happened or, yeah, what happened, so. Welcome back, Raider Nation. Um, yeah, again, man, it's just, it just don't look good, man. But, you know, um, going into the game, I mean, my keys to victory was don't let Pickens and Pickett get going early. Uh, because I feel like as soon as they get started, I mean, they're, you can, you know, arg arguably say that, I mean, they're one of the best duels in the league uh, and I felt we did a pretty good job on it you know I I was coming in I was saying you know hold them to around five catches 63 65 yards um they gave up 75 yards receiving on four catches so it's not too bad I mean Pickett only threw for 235 he had two touchdowns and zero interceptions and um another key was obviously you gotta you gotta create a turnover you gotta get something you gotta get some momentum in you know, Marcus Peters had a walk in pick six that he dropped. And, I mean, it happens, but, I mean, you got to make those plays. And that right there, I mean, I'm not saying that was that determined the game, but that definitely, that definitely could have sparked the game for the Raiders. And, unfortunately, I mean, we didn't get it, but we had opportunity after opportunity. So, you know, I'm not going to sit back and look at one play, you know, and say, oh, you know, that's why we lost and whatnot. But, you know, with that being said, like, coming in, the Steelers were dead last in run defense. And, the, I mean, you had to get Jacobs going. I mean, 17 carries, 62 yards, 3.6 average. I mean, that is not good. I mean, he should be over 100 yards against a dead last defense um you know coming in obviously i think the raiders had the best offensive pass rated the best offensive passing the offensive line was rated the best pass blocking line through two weeks and um you know so the key was to eat them up in the air and you know i'm Number-wise, yeah, Jimmy did that. 324 yards, two picks, but those three interceptions are going to haunt you. You know, and like I said earlier in this episode is that, you know, give me 300 yards and three touchdowns. You know, for, I mean, if you're going you're gonna to throw your interceptions, fine, but give me those three touchdowns. Give me 21 points, you know. Well, I mean, whether it was, e even if Jimmy led the charge and, you know, Josh Jacobs got that rushing touchdown, or whatever it is, but I need my quarterback to lead me to at least 21 points. You know, you can you can add a field goal from your kicker. You're at 24. I mean, that's what you need to do. That's what great quarterbacks do. And you know, whoever known me for a while, I mean, you know, I my belief in Jimmy Garoppolo, and you know, it's not to knock on that knock on him. I mean, some players just have it. Some players just don't. And you know, to me, he's just an average player. He he needs a system. He needs a defense, just like about sixty percent of the players in the league. And 
you know, that's just the reality of it. It's not hate. It's just, it's factual, you know, and if you have a great defense, you could hide an okay quarterback or above average quarterback. You can hide that with a great defense. So, you know, um, but I mean, he, he did get, he did get yardage in the air. I mean, him and Devontae was clicking early and then, you know, interceptions started coming and it's just unfortunate because it could have been, this could have been a huge win, you know. We would have been 2-1 and one heading into L.A. to play the Chargers on Sunday. And, you know, if we could slip past them, we would have been 2-0 and oh in our division. You know, we probably still would record-wise been tied with the Chiefs as they, you know, beat up on the Bears. But it's just, you can't let these wins slip away because... You know, your roster ain't there to compete with Miami. Your roster probably isn't there to compete with the Chiefs. You know, and I mean, personally, the Chargers too. I mean, the Chargers are uh, one and two. The Raiders are one and two. You look at records, yeah, uh, you know, we have a chance. But, I mean, the Raiders are scoring 15 points a game. And the Chargers, I believe, is scoring like... 35 if I'm not mistaken so I mean realistically like it's a different one and two you know the one and twos are completely different sorry the Chargers are scoring 28.7 points a game which is tied for fifth best in the NFL and the Raiders are scoring 15 which is third bottom three in the NFL so I mean you can see that I mean that's just the difference you know, compared to the both one and two teams, it's 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 a different one and two. They they had they had a chance to win every game they played. You know, the Dolphins beat them late. You know, they got the win against the Vikings this past weekend. The Titans, you know, were able to hold them hold them to twenty four points a game, twenty four points that game, and the Titans won in overtime, twenty seven twenty four. But if you look at it, I mean, in all their games. I mean, they needed close to 30 points to win. They scored 34 They in week one. They lose by 36. They scored 24. They lose 27-24. They scored 28 to beat the Vikings 28-24. to I mean, to me, going into this Sunday, if we don't score 30 points a game, we're definitely losing it. You know, that's just the vibe that is coming. I mean, sure, you take in the division rival factor. You take into... You know, there's going to be a lot of Raider fans pulling up in L.A. Yeah, it changes the, you know, environment. You know, the Chargers may have struggled and only scored 21 points a game, but the reality of it, I mean, we're scoring 15, so we're still losing. You know, we got to figure out ways to score. We got to figure out ways to be efficient as an offense. And, you know, as of right now, I mean, the word is Jimmy's in concussion protocol. Possibly ready, possibly not. Um, McDaniel said he's going to have all three guys ready to go, whoever's called upon. And it just, I'm baffled by the fact that you're taking Hoyer into consideration to start. Like, what are we doing here? Like, you have a rookie quarterback that looked decent in the preseason. Um, yeah, sure, it's only preseason. But if you look, just the poise in the pocket, he's not afraid to take a hit. He scans the field. The throws were accurate. Like, that's what I look for in a quarterback. That's what I look for in a good quarterback. And, you know, we never got a chance to see 
Aiden O'Connell with the ones. So, you know, I mean, hopefully if Jimmy is out, I mean, regardless if Jimmy's out or not, I want to see Aiden O'Connell go this weekend, especially the Chargers. I, th I believe they're dead last um, in pass defense. I believe they are dead last at third. Yeah, they're dead last in pa give, um, passing yards per game at, you know, 337 and total yards they're giving up 473 like they're bad defensively they're bad and you know I kind of joked around with them or excuse me about them it's like the Raiders have one of the most expensive offense and can't score the Chargers have one of the most expensive defenses and can't stop anybody so I mean this I mean this is the game you let the rook go we know he can sling it. We know he can throw the ball. Let's just give him a shot. I mean, honestly, the way our offense has looked through three weeks, what are we playing for? The playoffs? A Super Bowl? Huh. We're not coming close, man. I mean, we'll be lucky to win six, seven games. So, you know, and hate me for saying that. I mean, I'm going to be realistic, and the truth hurts. And a lot of people can't handle the truth. Uh, this past weekend at the game, this, you know, Raider fan got mad at me because I told him, like, bro, J Jimmy Garoppolo is just not it. Oh, you don't understand. He's a winner. Huh. You know, stat stats can be misleading at times, you know, especially records. You know, when you're on a top 10 defense every year in and year out, you know, it's easier It's easier to win games. Yeah, sure, he still has to lead, lead the team down the field. But at the end of the day, when he's throwing for 185, two touchdowns and you're winning I mean that's definitely not your quarterback winning you the games but uh yeah uh when we come back um I'm gonna talk about basically kind of look ahead to the Chargers just kind of compare what you know both teams well I kind of actually I kind of did that already so um, I'm going to kind of basically, I'm going to, when we come back, I'm going to talk a little bit more about the defense and how I felt they have been playing this season through three games, which, you know, earlier I, I said that they are uh, definitely, they're playing solid, you know, solid enough, definitely, uh, are, especially the secondary. I feel the secondary, yeah, you know, a few plays, I mean, they get beat, obviously give up the big play, but. You know, I, I feel they're very, very solid, and uh, that Jacorin Bennett kid is just, each week he's just impressing me more and more, but um, we're going to take a short break, and uh, basically, yeah, when we come back, we're going to talk about the defensive side of the ball and kind of tie it back, tie it to what uh, the advantages, hopefully, we have against the Chargers on that, but yeah, when we get back, uh, let's talk about that, definitely. So, be back soon. Come taste Lot J Tacos by Cisco E. Familia during Raiders home games. Enjoy the delicious tacos, burritos, and tequila while grooving to the beat of a live DJ. It's the ultimate game day experience. So make sure to swing by Lot J Tacos by Cisco E. Familia in Lot J at Allegiant Stadium during Raiders home games for a great time you won't forget.
there. Check them out, definitely. Uh, Lot J Tacos. Uh, my boy Cisco does. Him and his family does do a great job. Uh, it's all, it's all, it's all family. It's all love. It's all support, man. Just check them out if you haven't. Lot J Tacos. Uh, he will definitely be there in Vegas against the Packers Monday Night Football. Lot J. You don't want to miss it, man. Good vibes, good drinks, good food. I mean, yeah, check them out, man. You guys won't regret it. But anyways, kind of let's get into the defensive side of the ball. Uh, you know, our our secondary, I mean, statistically, has played decently well. You know, I mean, obviously, no big plays have come yet. No turnovers have come. Yet, uh, we were close. You know, Peters was definitely close, but, you know, as far as our total, you know, total yards a game, I mean, we're 18th in defense. I mean, not great, but it's not dog shit, that's for sure. Uh, passing yards, 15th, giving up 220. That's, I mean, pretty, I mean, obviously we haven't played no explosive offenses, but that's pretty dang, I, I will tip my hat to them, you know, that, which is basically league average at 15th, rushing yards, obviously giving up 127 a game, and points, I mean, we are giving up 25, which, you know, we got to be better in that area, but, you know, I'm sure giving up three picks, giving up a pick a game, two picks, whatever it is, it definitely doesn't help, especially when you're allowing that defense or excuse me, the opposing offense to come on the field and take a short field. It doesn't help, you know. And I can't put 100% of that on Jimmy, but at the same time, I mean, Josh McDaniels is not throwing the ball. Josh McDaniels is not going through the reads. Jimmy Garoppolo is. So he needs to be better. You know, um, but at the end of the day, like, McDaniels has no excuse. You know, he has his guy. And, I mean, through three weeks, this has been a disaster. This has been a fail. This has been a miss. So, yeah. You know, but anyways, back to the topic at hand, the defense. Um, They definitely have a tough task as they are giving up 220 yards passing on the year. But the Chargers are third in the NFL with 300, a little over 300 yards and I mean, I think Mike Williams went down, so that's obviously what one less threat the Raiders' defense has to worry about. But, I mean, the Chargers' offense, like I said, they're scoring almost 30 points a game, which is top five in the NFL. Total yards, passing yards, they're, basic, they're top three. You know, and rushing, I mean, they're right around that 100. But that's the thing. It's just when you have a good quarterback, I mean, you have a chance to win or I should say a solid quarterback, you have a chance to win. And that's why the Chargers are always in games because they have that quarterback. And, you know, unfortunately the Raiders don't. But, you know, the, the I like to say that the stats through the first few weeks, you know, are a little misleading because teams are still adjusting, teams are still gelling, especially because preseason is not played how it used to be where your starters will go. You know, a few drives, a, f a quarter, a half. You know, a lot of it's changed over the last five to ten years. So, 
you know, the first three weeks, it's just kind of hard to dictate. Numbers are a little misleading, but, you know, the, the Broncos ain't a good team. So, you know, probably a lot of the, you know, the reason the Raiders total yards and passing yards on the defensive end is that good is because they play shitty ass offenses. Excuse my French, but that's the truth. You know, besides Buffalo, I mean, as an explosiveness, like, you know, you if, if the Raiders shut down that one, you know, deep ball, big play, they gave up against the Steelers. I mean, Kenny Pickett doesn't, you know, throw for, what was it, 235? He probably only has, like, buck 80, which... You know, I mean, fun. You know, the defensively, I mean, giving up 230 yards. I mean, I'm not complaining. And like I said, this defense is played well. You know, open field tackles have looked good. The linebacking crew has been solid. I mean, obviously, you could, you could have added better pieces, better quality pieces. But for what we have, it's been solid. But the offense has been the dead weight. So. I mean, we're definitely going to have to fix that against the Chargers because we can't afford to be going three and out, three and out, three and out, and let letting Herbert cook our defense. Um, so we're going to need we're going to need a, a good game plan. We're going to need to play play with heart. We're going to need to play to win. We can't. I mean, if we're kind of in a situation where I just don't feel this team is ready to complete compete, so. Why not just go to the Rook? You know, why not see what you have in them? Because, you know, this next draft, and I hate to talk about drafts so soon, but this next draft is quarterback heavy. So if, I mean, we know, even even if Jimmy was our answer and we were 2-1, and 3-0, and like, the fact is that, you know, I mean, you, you don't stay young forever. You know, he is older, so you need to find his replacement. Is it O'Connell? You don't know that. Maybe, maybe not. So you have to give him a shot, I feel, especially with the ones. Especially with the ones, you know. I mean, he was cooking in preseason against ones with some twos and a lot of threes. So, you know, I feel if Jimmy doesn't go, you got to – you got to let Aiden O'Connor go. You got to let him cook, let him throw the ball, especially, you know, based off of numbers and stats, the Chargers have the worst pass defense in the league, and they give up the most yardage a game. I mean, a lot of that has to do with Miami. I think they gave up seven, over 700 yards on them. So, again, that's what I mean by the stats are a little misleading. They probably are a little better than that. But, I mean, again, points per game, they're, you know, bottom five in the NFL, giving up 29. So if the Raiders can't score 22, 24 points against the Chargers, I mean, it's it's honestly time to just wrap up the season. We're better off tanking, take a shot on Caleb. Um, it sucks because, you know, the restructure with Jimmy, all that dead money, you're strapped. You're locked with him for the next two years, and, it just wastes a year where you can't build a defense. And, you know, Devontae, I mean, he's still at that elite level. But, you know, do you want to waste two more years when 
we're hoping that next year you can compete. Just like Max Crosby, I mean, he's not getting any younger. I mean, he's in his prime. I'm not saying he's old. He's on the back end. No, but you're just trying to get you, you – windows are so short, you know, and you just got to – you got to swing for the fences. You got to take shots at these younger QBs, you know, the ability to just extend plays, keep the plays alive so you can have that third, fourth read, which a lot of these non-scrambling quarterbacks, if you look – are struggling this year. Like the, these pure pocket passers, these quarterbacks that don't have the ability to run or to extend plays, they're struggling. So, I mean, to me, I think you just, you let the rook have a shot. And, you know, honestly, if, if, the, if Aiden O'Connell starts against the Chargers and he puts up 24, 24, 28 points, and the Raiders lose, I mean, you know, you, you continue to start them. And you just see you see what it is. But, I mean, if, if you're putting up 24 or 25 points a game, you're giving your chance to self, you're giving your team a chance to win. And I think that's what's the most frustrating with the Raiders right now is we're not, we don't have a chance to win. The quarterback's not giving us a chance to win. And that's why I think, it's just time to just go with a young buck, you know. But, ugh. you know, if, if I would have done this podcast a few days ago, I would have been cussing left and right. I would have been more mad, more irritated. I would have been pissed off. But I kind of toned it down. I got over it. It's on to the Chargers. Uh, be on the lookout in a few days. I definitely am going to drop another podcast Basically, the keys to victory. I meant to drop one this Saturday or Friday, whatever day it was this past week. But, you know, it's so much events for the home opener. So I got caught up with my time. But definitely look, be on the lookout Friday, Saturday. Keys to victory versus the Chargers this weekend. Just win, baby. The autumn wind is a raider. Pillaging just for fun. Knock you round and upside down And laugh when he's conquered and won